Welcome to Teaching Tuesdays on the Interlude podcast. These conversations are designed to give you a little bit more education with regards to cancer diagnosis, workup, treatment, risk factors, prognosis, and so much more. I hope that these little snippets will add to the conversation that we are having on Instagram as well as the podcast guests that I'm having on to share their stories. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about mammograms and specifically what happens if you have an abnormal mammogram. I hope you find it helpful. And as always, if you could leave a rating and a review over an Apple podcast to help me grow the show, I would so greatly appreciate it. I'm your host, Dr. Eleanor Toplinski, and I am a board-certified medical oncologist specializing in the treatment of breast and gynecologic cancers. I started the Interlude podcast as a way to share the journeys and experiences of women who are going through cancer. On this podcast, we talk about anything and everything related to the cancer journey, the treatment, and life after cancer. As a reminder, the information discussed on this podcast is not meant to serve as medical advice. Any specific medical questions should be directed to your healthcare team. Since it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, I thought we'd start off the series by talking about what happens if you have an abnormal mammogram. So many women are sometimes scared to go for their mammogram, especially their first mammogram, because they're nervous about what happens if it's going to be abnormal, if there will be any concerning findings. And sometimes we put off getting the test done because of that anxiety. So I'm here to tell you that most mammograms are going to come back just fine. However, sometimes you may be told that you have an abnormal mammogram. And typically we're talking about a screening mammogram. So that is for people who've never had a history of cancer, who've never had an abnormal mammogram in the past, you will have a routine screening one to look for any abnormalities. People who've had abnormal mammograms have a history of cancer, are being followed for something, they are going to be having a diagnostic mammogram. But regardless, let's say you go and get your mammogram done and they call you or send you a letter or tell you on the same day, that it's abnormal. And so obviously this is scary. It can be very anxiety provoking. What is important to keep in mind that most of the time an abnormal mammogram does not mean that you have cancer. So if you get that call, that should be the first thing going through your mind. Yes, it's abnormal. It does not mean that I have cancer. What will happen next is that they'll say, okay, the mammogram is abnormal. We need you to come back. And usually that is to take new pictures or more pictures or should do some other tests. An important statistic to keep in mind is that less than one in 10 women who are called back for more imaging actually have cancer. So that's a really high statistic of women who are going to be completely fine. One of the reasons that you may get called back is that the imaging is not very clear and needs to be retaken. Sometimes if people have dense breasts, They might need an ultrasound on top of that. Maybe they didn't get an ultrasound when they got their mammogram. Maybe they just need, again, dense breasts. It's really hard to see. So they might be getting more images to evaluate that further. Typically, when you get called back, you'll now have a diagnostic mammogram, which is in, in more detail and gets more pictures to evaluate a certain spot or a certain area. Sometimes on your original mammogram, the radiologist may see 
calcifications or they may see a mass, which may turn out to be a cyst. Not all calcifications are cancer. A lot of them can be completely benign. So that's, those are some of the reasons that they may call you back. Additionally, if, there, if this was your first mammogram and there's no prior mammogram to compare to, they may be seeing something and not know if it's normal or for you or if it's an abnormal finding. So they may need more images just to get a better sense of it because they don't have anything to compare it to. So the next imaging, as I had said, is typically going to be a diagnostic mammogram. A lot of times they also will add on an ultrasound to that if you haven't had one already. Occasionally, some people will also get an MRI, but typically the next steps after an abnormal screening mammogram is going to be a diagnostic mammogram and an ultrasound. From there, there are typically three categories of results. Your first result is going to be, we did more tests, there is nothing to worry about, we are not concerned, and you can go back to your normal screening schedule, which is usually once a year. The second option, or the second potential result is that there's probably nothing to worry about, but we wanna keep an eye on that area, and you probably should have your next imaging maybe a little bit earlier, and that typically tends to be in six months. So a lot of times, mammograms are read on something called a BIRAD scale, and it'll range from benign to malignant, and they'll give you kind of an in intermediate score, which is usually a BIRADS three, and they'll say probably benign, meaning we think it's nothing, but we want to keep an eye on it, so why don't you come back in six months? And then the third potential result is that this is something concerning and we need to biopsy it. Now, just because you've had your abnormal screening, you've had an abnormal diagnostic mammogram, and they want to do a biopsy, it still does not mean that it's cancer. But if there's any suspicion, this isn't something that the radiologist wants to sit on. It's not something that anyone wants to wait six months for. So a lot of times the mammogram is to be safe and comes out benign. Occasionally, it does show either a cancerous lesion or a precancerous or high-risk lesion, meaning that it's not cancer right now, but you are at high risk of developing cancer in the future. When you are called with those results, again, whether you're called or whether you get a letter, whether you're told the same day, you really want to clarify what the next steps are. So for example, if they tell you, okay, you can go back to your annual follow-up, there's nothing concerning here, then you would go back and getting your mammograms ordered by whoever ordered it, typically your primary care or your gynecologist. If they say, well, we need a six-month follow-up, so you want to have a plan as to who is going to order that six-month follow-up for you. You know, if you're going to see your gynecologist or primary care doctor once a year, your next appointment may not be after that mammogram is due. I'm very big on advocating for yourself and not assuming that the doctor's office is just going to write you a mammogram prescription. So you want to call and make sure you have a plan as to when you're going to get it and who's going to write the prescription for you. If they tell you that you need a biopsy, the next step should be in figuring out when that biopsy will happen. Is the radiologist office, you know, the, the breast center, the place where you got your imaging going to reach out to get an, to your primary care or your GYN to get an order for the biopsy? How is that process going to work? How do you set up the biopsy? So at this, this time, which is very anxiety provoking, very nerve wracking, very scary, being in control of the planning and of the situation does help alleviate some of those fears that not knowing is scary. But if you know, okay, I'm going to have my biopsy 
two days from now, this is where I need to be, this is who ordered it, it can at least alleviate some of those fears and stresses. The next step, and really this is a step you want to employ throughout the whole process, is when you go for your biopsy or when you go for that follow-up mammogram, you want to ask when you're going to get the results. There's nothing worse than thinking that you're going to get the results in a day where it typically takes a week. And it can take up to a week in, in many cases. So having appropriate expectations, again, that's being in control of the situation. That's alleviating some of your fears. Ask, how am I going to get the results? How long will it take? Who will call me? Will it be a nurse? Will it be radiologist? Will, be, will the results go to my primary care doctor or my gynecologist? And will they be responsible for calling me? Just again, knowing how the process is going to go is so important in making a scary situation a little bit less scary. And finally, if that mammogram leads to an follow-up mammogram, leads to a biopsy, and that biopsy is concerning, meaning again that you either have cancer or you're at high risk for cancer or either precancerous lesion, you want to know what the next steps are. So when you get that call, a lot of times it's very overwhelming. You're, the, everything shuts down when you're told you have cancer. A lot of times you, you stop processing it. You don't hear what happens after that. So have a plan in your head about what the next steps are going to be. Prepare yourself and say, okay, well, if it is cancer, these are the questions that I'm going to ask. What's next? I need to see, who do I need to see? Is it a breast surgeon? How am I going to get in with a breast surgeon? Who's going to help me with that? Being prepared with those questions can make a hard moment at least a little bit more palatable in that you know where you're going to go next with it. A lot of times what we see is people get told they get called, they said, okay, the mammogram shows cancer. And then, then there's panic because you don't know what the next steps are. So knowing or knowing how you're going to approach it, if the worst does happen, will put it in your control, which is always, always important. To recap what I just talked about, most screening mammograms are going to be fine with no abnormalities. However, if you are told that you have an abnormal screening mammogram and you need to come back for additional tests, that does not mean you have cancer. It can be a number of findings, which all are benign, but occasionally you may either need a short follow-up in about six months, or you may be told that you need a biopsy. A biopsy is not always cancer, but if it is, it's so important to empower yourself to know what the next steps are going to be. Typically, those next steps do involve seeing a breast surgeon, and we'll be continuing that conversation next week with the next episode of Teaching Tuesday. Have a great day, guys. I'll see you all next week.